Welcome back to the Stuck in My Thoughts podcast. As always, I'm your host, Justin Stuckey, and we got the TikTok sensations out here with the Mac House. We got Mr. Titus Moore from the last episode, actually, and we got Stephen Summerow. Guys, appreciate y'all being on the show, and we're going to get right into it. Mac House, TikTok sensation, million followers on TikTok. Y'all are well known for y'all's funny and crazy videos, your heated trash videos. Give us a little background. Give us inspiration. How did this start? How'd y'all come up with the name? All that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So pretty much how we started was, as cliche as it sounds, I had a dream, bro. Oh. And like Martin Luther King. Yeah, I mean, do I was, not compare this. I'm not, to I'm not comparing this to Martin Luther King or anything, but I for real had a dream. Like I was sleeping in my bed, and then I was like, I was like, I was about to wake up, and then like, you know, how like you kind of half asleep, but you're still dreaming. That's what it was. And I had like I saw a Charlie D'Amelio, and I was like next to her, and then I was like, dude, what is she doing that we can't do? And mm. I was like, this girl's making a lot of money. You know, I'm gonna wake up. So I woke up, texted the group chat. I was like, dude, let's actually kind of take TikTok seriously. Let's see if we can make some shake. And then we kind of did. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a good gist, gist of it. Uh, well, you know, also, Justin, can I, can I call you Justin? Yes, yes, you can. So the whole concept of TikTok was to like really just have fun and enjoy our quarantine. Yeah. Yeah, this COVID um, time. Yeah, so this all happened in 2020, like, at the peak of COVID. And, like, our parents wouldn't let us hang out with anyone else except for us, like, five. Yeah. It's so, like, we would just go to each other's houses, then come back, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, that's, that's the cool day. So we just started filming videos and just started doing skits and just following trends and stuff. And it just kind of just took off uh, once we started to see analytically what worked with our audience and how um, we were able to engage with... Uh, everyone that engaged with us, so it was it was a cool cool little start. Uh, initially, we weren't really called the Mac House. Yeah, um, how did y'all, y'all come up with the name? Because that's pretty clever. You guys are from Macon, Georgia. So my opinion, I thought it was just because y'all was from Macon, Mac House, I was in the house making videos. How did it come up? Yeah, it actually wasn't clever at all. The initial, <laughs> um, <laughs> the initial name, we were just five. Black individuals. <laughs> African American individuals um, from the Macon, Georgia area. So initially, our name was the Black House because mm-hmm. um, it just made sense. We saw all these other houses like the Hype House and all this stuff, and we're like, "What's unique about us?" <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we had that, and then we—I think we had like fifteen, twenty thousand followers or something. We we're like, "Okay." People, people were like, so y'all really were the Black House before y'all, yeah. y'all started as a Black House? Yeah, we started as a Black House. I didn't know, know y'all was posting videos like We that. were posting, we were mainly skits and stuff. Uh-huh. And uh, once we started to pick up, people were like, <laughs> Do I have to be black to join the Black House? <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say y'all was the target audience. No, let's change this. So we were just thinking, uh, I just said, Mac House we're making. We're like, oh, yeah, that'll, that'll work. Yeah, yeah that stuff right there. That's about it. Yeah. That's how we got That's it. That's how Mac House started. So when y'all get started y'all in the game plan process, how did y'all start? Like, okay, were y'all looking at other things for inspiration? Like, we're going to start this video and try to do something like that? And, like, how did y'all get to where, you know, heater trash is like y'all saying? This is what I've seen. Like, y'all are really popular in that specific aspect. Y'all do other few skits. Y'all been featuring, what, House of Highlights and a bunch of other stuff. How did y'all come up with stuff? Is it just brainstorming or things y'all see or what? 
just pretty much having fun. Whatever we thought of in the moment, because there, to be honest, there was really no game plan, mm-hmm. except for when we first started, it was like, let's just try a bunch of stuff, see what sticks, because I mean, like, realistically, like people get mad that people copy other people's content yeah. on TikTok. That's genuinely what TikTok is. You just copy yeah. someone else's thing and see if it sticks. And so that just kind of stuck with us. And then we would just be hanging out in my house, and then we'd be bored and see, like, oh, let's scroll through TikTok, see what we can do, and then found something to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, we mainly started with skits and things like that. Like Stephen said, we're just having fun. My whole thing was I just wanted to not feel like I was doing work. And <laughs> to be honest, when Stephen told us, like, he had this dream and all this, I was like, bro, whatever. <laughs> he was like, let's just come over and start making videos. I was like, all right, let's get to hang out with my, one of my, some of my closest friends to make videos during quarantine. Like, mm-hmm. that sounds like a lot of fun. Like, we, let's do it. So we started doing it, and like you said, we were just finding stuff, that trends that were working on, on TikTok at the time and replicating it, adding our own uh, special twist to it. And then I saw um, people playing like a playlist of music and they were saying whether it was good or bad. And I was like, let's just try that concept of heat and trash. So we put a heat emoji on one side and a trash can emoji on the other side. And we are like, I was just telling, I just told them, hey, if you guys like this song on this playlist, go to this side. If you don't, go to this side. Mm-hmm. We did it. It was a lot of fun in like the 45 to minute that we did it, 45 seconds to the minute that we did it. And people online started to really engage with it. Um, I personally noticed like the nostalgic vibe behind it, so people really appreciated hearing old music that they like or hearing other people's opinions about music that they didn't like and things like that. So um, it created this kind of this rolling uh, snowball effect in the comments of, this is good, no, it's not good, and yeah. people going at it with each other. Um, it just kind of picked up from there, so people really enjoyed it. Like I said, we had opportunities to work with uh, really good companies, um, Racetrack, um, working with their specialty with the Atlanta Braves a couple years ago. Um, BET featured us on their page, House of Highlights. Um, so we've had a really good time just doing what we do, but uh, in my opinion, the, the most fun came from just spending time with your friends yeah. and just yeah. growing up the, blowing up the page and just having that success um, with them. I think that's where the, the funnest moments come from. Like you say, you're just hanging with your friends and that's where the organic content comes from. Cause like even with this platform here, I didn't want it to be where it's very robotic. We're like following the script. We're just doing our thing and having fun. I feel like that's when you really start to take off, but you also get to where you're doing it as just fun, just your friends, but then it blows up. And then you have it to where, okay, this can be a business. This is where we can you know, profit from, monetize from. So how did you guys take it from a fun game to now it's business? Um, I don't even remember, to be honest. I forgot who found the kind of the TikTok creator fund or whatever it was. But I mean, that, that was just kind of the beginning of like, oh, we can make money because we're already posting. And by the time we discovered the creator fund, we already had two 12 million, 12 million view videos. And so I think that just kind of stemmed off it. And then everything else, like as we were growing, just kind of snowballed. And then a lot of the stuff, a lot of the businesses we worked, at, worked with, they came to us, they reached out to us. We didn't really go out and reach out to anybody. They just came and found us because of like, we're, we were very niche based, but our niche was good because of the amount of like music people we could work with, or we could just make a video and wear people's clothes. Yeah. yeah. And so I just kind of, I feel like that stood us out instead of being like just kind of a normal TikTok or just doing like dumb dances. Mm-hmm. I mean, not dumb, but like just dances. They were pretty dumb yeah. here and there. <laughs> like. Uh, Anyway, <laughs> um, nah, like you said, um, we had a chance to work with Universal um, Music Group, so 
um, like you said, just working with their low, um, their growing artists or upcoming mm -hmm. artists, working, um, being able to put their music on our platform just so they can get exposure that they deserve and things mm -hmm. like that was kind of the start to where we could see the monetization of what we were doing on the platform. So for me, I think it was really where, like you said, brands started to reach out to us and we were like, okay, we can take this seriously. So people really want to use our platform to um, promote what they're doing so we can take this to a business setting instead of just having fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as long as we were also having fun with it, that's where it really um, made sense for us. Because you guys like, and for people listening out here, like everybody in the circle either doing or has done college athletics. So it's kind of cool. Like we're doing this young. You guys are in this space. And talk about how it kind of like gives you those aspirations for your long-term career and understanding how you can hone on these skill sets right now while you're young to, you know, go out there and make a career out of this. Like this could... You see a lot of people in the influencer space, they don't work no nine to five. Like, this is their thing. So talk about how this has inspired you guys to do other things in the industry, you know, come up with your own companies, do your own things, to branch off from the Mac house, but to inspire and do things like that in that space. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know if you viewers remember from this last episode I did with them, I talked about my um, understanding of how to move into the business world from sports. Um, a lot of that TikTok stuff, and while it may seem silly at the time, that's what really jumpstarted a lot of my business career. Um, so these big companies see that TikTok or social media is the next generation of marketing or brand development for people. So I put that on my resume just mm -hmm. because it's something that I feel like is impressive and I've gained uh, monetary um, value. value from it. So um, being able to do that and put it on a platform where it's from a business standpoint has really made me think, okay, I can do this on all cylinders. I can have fun with it, uh, be a content creator, on, uh, be an influencer, all these things. But I can also do it from a brand perspective where I'm growing companies and helping bring value to them as well. Um, so with that in mind, we kind of transitioned to our own business. So uh, working with paid advertising, working with companies for their social media management as well, and having that background of, hey, we, can, we know how to engage with a company, with, with audiences, and convert them from fans to customers that brings a lot of value to companies as well. Yeah. I mean, I was a bio major. <laughs> this has hit me by, uh, com I turned completely 180. I hate, I mean, I didn't hate biology. Like, I, I always wanted to be an optometrist and take over my dad's kind of patience and, I mean, his practice. So, like, I mean, for me, I just, I realized that I didn't, I didn't like my biology classes. I hated what I was doing. Even though I finished with a bio degree, I didn't want to go four more school, four more years of school and become an optometrist. Mm -hmm. I was like, might as well just go give it my MBA, do a year and a half, and then kind of grow the business with Titus. So, like, from that, like, aspect, it kind of changed. Like, TikTok pretty much changed my career path and what I was doing, like, completely. And now, I mean, I love it. I love it more than going into a biology lab and being there for three hours and doing something I don't even care about or I will yeah. never yeah. use in my life. I mean, okay. <laughs> like, I mean, that's the real, like, realistically. Shoot for your dreams, kids. Your real dreams. No, but, like, my dad used to tell me, I used to, like, call him and be like, dude, I, I don't know if I can keep doing this. Like, this is terrible. Like, I hate sending a lab for three hours. He's like, just get through it. You know, you don't even really have to pay attention all too much. Just get through it because you won't use it. In, 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 <laughs> <laughs> he was being real with me because he was like, I mean, you're realistically, you're not going to use, especially for Bible you're not. I mean, you're going to use some of it. But a lot of stuff you learn is useless, like very useless. So, I mean, that was just kind of my, I mean, my like, kind of take on it. I was like, might as well try something new. And then worst case, I go to optometry school later. But, I mean, like right now, 
I'm all honed in on the business, want to kind of pursue marketing and stuff like that. So you see how they got trends. They have those one-hit wonders. Everybody sees a video here now and then that just blows up, gets a million views, and then that's kind of it. Like I have some friends back home, like she posted a video of a cat or something and it had a million views, but she's not an influencer. So how do you guys make sure that it turns into a continuous thing. It's not just a one-hit wonder type thing. You guys have sustained this from COVID until now. Every video you're posting is getting thousands to even millions of views. How do you keep that consistency in this space, with especially so many influencers in the game? I think being able to understand your audience and look at them from a friend base but also an analytical base, like seeing what works, mm -hmm. but understanding that these are people too who are watching you and wanting to just be a part of what you're doing. Um, being able to kind of blend those two, like Steven's really good at content creation and being able to um, relate to people and understand what they appreciate on the app. I'm more analytical based, so I look at numbers like, we got this many likes from this many views, um, this is doing well in the app, this is not. So us being able to combine the two is really what works um, on the app. So being able to constantly put out um, content that we feel like people appreciate is what brings them to a level of um, wanting to see more. Mm -hmm. So that brings the whole influence thing into, into play with that. Um, it's not really so much of the videos that you're putting out that you like, but being able to understand what your audience likes and what they appreciate on the platform. Yeah, kind of piggybacking like off of what Titus said, I think we did a really good job of kind of the, the community or like the fan base that we created because like, I mean, sometimes we'd be walking around just and then people would come up to us and be like, hey, are you guys, this guy's like, we met some random kid from Brazil in Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we did a really good job of that, just maintaining like, like responding to comments and stuff. Then also, I think one of the things that made us kind of stand out a lot was Maurice or Mo in the yeah, chat. Mo. Because he would always stand on the trash side. And like, to like, I don't think he knew what he was doing, but the amount of people that would spam our comments and like just this like friendly hatred of like his music taste, I feel like that really boosted our views yeah. like a lot. Like, Mo has a very short selection of music he likes. He just doesn't like the music and people just either love him or hate him for it. They like <laughs> real content. But yeah, yeah, it's good content. People just love his opinion. And then Robert is a like firework on the on the camera. He's always just doing all this stuff. So people really love uh, who he is, his personality. Um, Jacoby making a little Jacoby. <laughs> I have a question. Jacoby when did he dress up as the Grinch and hop out some shit? <laughs> <laughs> was his nephew or I something? I think it was his nephew or maybe it was a Christmas party for his family or something uh, like that. I have no clue, but we just ran away and sent the video in our group chat. Yeah. It was hilarious. I think his aunt was like, like having pictures with Santa and then yeah. <laughs> Jacoby dress up yeah. as the Grinch and come out from the back and scare him. Yeah. Jacoby's doing it. <laughs> just take it to a whole other level. Um, but yeah, that just goes to show like, our group just has so many personalities, so dynamic in that sense. And that's what I think people really appreciate um, because if you don't relate with all of us, you relate with one of us. So yeah. <laughs> you have someone to keep your eye on, things like that. So I think that's really helped. So everybody knows this, man. In the world we live in, people have opinions, people have certain biases and things like that. For you guys, you know, you started the Black House. I think that's kind of funny, but like realistically, everybody in y'all circles, black, African-American, and you guys coming from Macon, Georgia, all coming from the same space, same circle. 
as African Americans in this world, how does it feel for you guys to, you know, put your mind to something? Like you say, you had a dream. Put your mind to something and see it, you know, blow up and exceed expectations and to kind of give you motivation to pursue more and go for more in this space. How does that feel for your, you know, you being black out in this world? Yeah, uh, being from Macon, Georgia, it's a different type of vibe. I'm pretty sure anyone that's from that area can attest to what I'm saying. Like, it's hard to get out if you're from a certain background in that city. Um, being black is a whole nother um, level of that too as well. So for us, it was really refreshing for us to just have a plan and actually execute it um, to a level that people don't really see from that area often. Mm -hmm. uh, me personally, I wanna be able to say that, hey, I did this with my friends, but I also leveraged it to a position where I can do this at a global level for all these huge companies, like I said earlier, leveraging it from a business standpoint, being able to learn what I learned from this incredible opportunity with my friends and navigate it to a point to where it's not just one dimensional. I can reach any aspect of business in the world through marketing, through that social media um, platform that I was given so many years ago. Um, so. It means, it means the world to me, just being, have, being able to have that on my resume and say, I created this with my friends and now I'm at this level because of that. Mm -hmm. um, that's all because of where I'm from and who I hang around and the color of my skin. Um, and I really appreciate the aspect of that. What about you, Steve? Like, kind of going off what Titus said, I mean, we were all the only, us five plus one other person, we were the only six African Americans in our graduate, I mean, six black male African Americans. Uh, Americans graduating from our class and then there was three girls so in total there was nine African-Americans in our graduating class so from that standpoint I mean like I loved us being able to blow up on TikTok and then have viral videos because you don't see a lot of black creators in the space you don't mm -hmm. see a lot of black especially for TikTok you did not see a lot of black creators coming up at first. Mm -hmm. So I think like kind of that was just kind of inspiration to me, but also inspiration to other people showing like, hey, we did this too. Like we weren't just kind of these one hit wonders, like one video and stuff. We did it, we followed our dreams kind of, and we grew from it. And now we're growing a business also. That's what's up right there. Okay guys, I know we're getting towards the end of the episode, but I kind of want to get you guys' take on this. You guys have worked with a lot of brands. You mentioned the overtimes. The Chubbies, you've been on House of Highlights, um, Universal, uh, long list. Mm -hmm. You guys going forward in the future, who is somebody you would like to work with or a company you would like to work with? One from each of y'all. It can be either or. Oof. I really like New Balance. Although, I would like to get back into overtime. Because, mm. like, we... so. For people who don't know, we were overtime influencers early on. Um, we posted a couple of basketball skits. They liked what we were doing, so we kind of just did that for a little while, then we kind of phased out as we started to expand to different areas. But I think overtime was a lot of fun, um, being able to rep the, the brand, throw the O up, say you're an uh, overtime ambassador, things like that. That was really cool. Um, but I also like New Balance. Just I like the aesthetic of the entire company. Um, I'm, uh, pretty well acquainted with the CMO of, of there, so I talk from time to time with him. Um, but nothing from the influencer standpoint. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I mean, down the line, side. <laughs> yeah, this is a straight, strictly yeah. business. But um, being able to work with them at some point would be a dream come true for me. I'll do the influencer side. Yeah. Yeah. I want to work with. I mean, this would be like a dream, Kai or Drewski. 
Mm-hmm. They because I just I feel mean, like if like, I got around them, we would have a good time. Like we like there would just be nonstop laughing because yeah. I'm kind of like a goofy person like that also. And they're from Atlanta. And they're from Atlanta. So that's not too. Hey. Y'all listening, Kai and Juski. Hey, hey, hey I met Juski at the uh, Auburn LSU game. I actually got his manager's number. He never texts me back, Oof. but it's, it's okay. It's okay. Juski doing big things. We're going to run it back, though, because we need to get him on the show, get him to collab with the Mac House, because that definitely will go viral. Nah, I go crazy, man. That's what's up. I forgot about them, too, man. Hey, there's a lot of. Honestly, that's the other thing. Being from Macon is, is incredible. But the Atlanta space with the creators in that area has been really on the come up lately. So I'm, A-M-P. I think that yeah, AMP they're killing the game. They've always killed the game. So I think uh, being able to feed off their energy is really what got us. You know to- what'd be crazy? A AMP Mac House overtime collab because you know they work with overtime and OT. Oh, they do. Yeah. Because uh, Duke and uh, Agent are, like, announcers for OTE. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to get um, Dan Porter, the founder and CEO, on, on the show probably in the summer. We're talking with his people right now, so we're going to mention the Mac House again. Everything's falling into place. I just Everything's falling into place, man. Stuck in my thoughts, Mac House. We all we in this thing. We're going to be all right. <laughs> Fellas, I appreciate y'all oh, being sir. on the show. Hey, man, if y'all listen to this, make sure to go ahead and like, comment, subscribe. Go follow the Mac House on TikTok. Go ahead and listen to all the upcoming videos of Stuck in My Thoughts podcast. We're going to catch y'all for the next episode. Guys, we out. Thank appreciate you. Thank it. you.